0: When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Hello and welcome to the Blessed Journey for another week. Hope you're enjoying 2023. And if you've had some challenges already, just think maybe you're getting all the challenges out of the way so the rest of the year can be smooth sailing now we're about to start a new lunar cycle it's 6 days away it's actually next fa but because i release this podcast every sunday we've got to dive into that and it's been a little while since i've done one it's oracle card reading time now this month i was kind of drawn to use animal cards so that's what we're going to be looking into today some animal guidance for each and every one of you based on your astrological star sign but Let's first of all explore what this new moon is about. This new moon is in the sign of Aquarius. Aquarius is an air sign and it is known for being, you know, one of my favorite statements about the Aquarian energy is that someone who is born under the sign of Aquarius um, already knows how to fix the world and they're just waiting for the rest of the world to realize that they're right. And if you've ever met an Aquarius and someone who shows or exhibits typical Aquarian energy, then you'll definitely be able to relate to that, I'm sure. So when we look at the Aquarian energy and we look at what aspect of life it actually governs, it's to do with the humanitarian, the greater good. And I actually kind of consider you know, the Aquarian full moon to be the full moon of the light worker and thus the new moon is the new moon of the light worker now if you're interested in kind of diving in deep to what exactly is a light worker if you go scrolling through my back episodes i actually did a episode just exploring that but in a nutshell a light worker is someone who brings more light to the world who brings benefit um and leaves the world in a better place than when they found it A light worker doesn't necessarily have to be a spiritual person. They can be intertwined, but they can also be very separate. I've met many people who have a great interest in spirituality, but don't bring light to the world. They bring negativity or paranoia or fear or different things like that. And I've met lovely people who are just joyous people who light up the room and maybe aren't that spiritual in an everyday sense. So what we do when we get to that point in working with the Aquarian energy we think about how do I make how do I take my responsibility as a human and whatever you see your responsibility as as a caretaker of the earth as a soul here to have experiences to learn to grow to expand how do I actually look at that and how do I focus and improve on that So you know this is a really great time to sit down and go am I making a difference? What differences do I need to make? Evaluate that. Am I a light worker, or am I bringing more negativity to the world? Maybe I just have to give myself a bit of a slap about and kind of work out how can I be a bit more optimistic. How can I use the skills that I have? These are the types of questions that may come up, and hopefully the oracle card readings that I've got for you right now would be, you know, beneficial for you as well. Today I'm using. I normally use um sarah wilder's animal kin oracle it's probably my favorite animal deck but i am cheating on her today i found one by colleen baron reed called the spirit animal oracle really beautiful design beautiful messages and so on i'm not necessarily reading her guidebook i've just got the cards of the animals and the animals are going to speak to you via me today so as per tradition we always like to start with the new moon sign so we're going to start with aquarium today What animal came up for you? You got the hummingbird. Now, this is quite interesting, Aquarians, because when I was joking before and saying that, you know, you already know how to fix the world and just waiting for everyone to realise that you're, you know, that you're right, there is a tendency sometimes with Aquarians, when they're wanting to fix the world, to get frustrated or stern or agitated, or even become a bit condescending or demeaning because other people aren't quite getting it the way you get it kind of thing. And not to say that Aquarians are always right and that you're smarter than everyone else, but sometimes there can be because you've got that real clear vision, which is a, one of your great attributes. Sometimes your clear vision doesn't match other people's clear vision, so there can be a bit of disparity there. So the hummingbird came up for you. It was really, really interesting because the message of the hummingbird, first of all, is in South American culture, it's considered to be a warrior. Now, why is this little bird a warrior? Because it will really powerfully um, protect its its nest and its territory. So it's a really strong fighter in that way. So it brings in that stay true to who you are and what you want to do would be the first message in the light working new moon kind of concept. The other thing is, we're talking about you being really serious and a bit stern sometimes. Well, The hummingbird is the only bird that can fly stationary. It can also fly backwards, directly up or down. No other bird can achieve that. How can it do that? Well, it moves its wings so quickly and because of its light speed. So sometimes the message from the hummingbird is you need to lighten up because when you lighten up, you can do the impossible. Think about that. How many times in our life have we kind of been like, "Ugh." This is too hard, too heavy, and we feel really negative and, you know, people around us are kind of taking on that energy and just nothing's moving. But I'm sure you've had other times in your life where it's like, bing, 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 everything's lining up and we normally feel a lot lighter. So what Hummingbird teaches us is to bring that lightness in. And as we work with each of these animals today, what I'm encouraging you to do is adopt their energy and even invite them into your meditations. Close your eyes, relax, and imagine that animal in front of you. And if that animal could speak directly to you, what would it say? Now, when i say that animal i'm not actually referring to a particular hummingbird one particular bird that you've once saw in your garden or something like that what i'm referring to is i'm referring to the collective consciousness of the energy of that species so what happens is a hummingbird as you visualize it as you can perceive it in your meditation will speak on behalf of the hummingbird species does that make sense so you don't have to know exactly which hummingbird you're looking at just whichever hummingbird appears however it appears in your mind is absolutely fine so aquarians your tip for the new moon is to just lighten on up now from very light to rather heavy as we get into pisces you got the elephant and of course elephant brings in some really nice strong grounded energy when we look at this, it also is leaning into our feminine energy because this is a matriarchal animal where the matriarch is, you know, the head of the herd. So really, lean into how can you ground yourself? How can you nurture yourself? How can you bring in your intuition and your um, your magical side a little bit more in helping you to be that light worker? Pisces are renowned for already having a high spiritual energy. But that spiritual energy is no good if you're off with the fairies or getting overwhelmed with your emotions or retreating from the world because of the severity of the different things happening around you. An elephant would never retreat. It will bear its weight, stand strong, and overcome those obstacles. In fact, when we think about Ganesh, the Hindu god with the elephant head, he is the remover of obstacles. So what I'm seeing for you, Pisces, is right now, If you're feeling, that I don't know how to achieve these different things that I want to achieve to make this world a better place, I can see, I have this vision of peace, whatever that may be, ground yourself, check in with your talents, and go forward with that. You may even want to call upon Elephant or even Ganesh to help remove an obstacle. But remember, two things, sometimes we're the one who puts the obstacles in the way, they're perceived obstacles rather than real obstacles, and secondly, Sometimes those obstacles are kinda of like those gutter guards that you get when you go ten pin bowling and you take young children. And you know, instead of the ball going into the gutter, it bounces off and that type of thing. Sometimes obstacles are in our way to bounce us towards something else. So for example, you may have wanted to become a landscape gardener and you're gonna do it at university. So you go down to university to enroll and you realize that you got your dates wrong and enrollment's closed last week. And then you look at a private college. And the fees that they're charging is just way beyond your budget so you're feeling a bit despondent about that so you go down to the shopping center just to get yourself a coffee and as you're sitting there at the coffee you're looking at the florist and how much fun she's having you're like oh i do like flowers too i've always like maybe that's what i'd be good at and that kind of thing and that's just a novel example but just be open when an obstacle comes consider that is this trying to refer me to somewhere else, or is this a challenge for me to overcome? And just like the elephant navigates us through, and you know it's a migratory animal, allow yourself to be navigated and guided by the the promptings of the universe on where you need to go right now. But it's very important not to get overwhelmed by your emotions, not to get overwhelmed by the um, the dreadful things that are happening in the world, and rather to. Um, f- you know use your heart to break through them that's going to be really important for you right now now i was actually going to offer oils and crystals for each of you as well so if a selfish aquarium logged off and didn't, isn't going to listen to the rest and they're not going to hear theirs but for the hummingbird i would recommend beautiful citrine and bergamot essential oil. They work really nicely with hummingbird. Um, For the elephant, I would go with cinnamon bark, which if you're actually a doTERRA customer in North America or the Middle East right now, you're actually going to get that at 10% off this month. So stock up on them. I always call the 10% off specials that doTERRA has every month my toilet paper special because what do we do when toilet paper's on special? We stock up. So what I do each month when they offer some things on discount, I go, okay, how many of them do I think I'll need in the next year? Mm, Okay, probably about three. I'll get three now because they're cheaper. Why would I pay full price later on? So cinnamon bark and mahogany obsidian would be really great for the elephant. Okay, let's talk about Aries, shall we? Aries, how do you bring more light to the world? Well, you're adventurous, you're fun, you're always up for you know the next kind of task or journey or what's going to be thrilling, the next thrill. And you actually got the buffalo. So what I really, or the bison, shoot, uh, uh, um, Colleen refers to it as a buffalo. I refer to it as bison. Either other, you know what we're talking about—the big, heavy animal in North America. So, the message that came through when I, this card flipped over for you, Aries, is you know you are known for loving those adrenaline highs, the adventure, the thrill. Now, that may not mean you're into white water rafting and bungee jumping. It may be in some other capacity, but you don't like life to be boring. But what bison is coming, bringing in for you? is make sure that there's something beyond that adventure. What is the point of that adventure more than just an adrenaline high, more than just that thrill in the moment? So push yourself. How could you bring more light to the world? How could you contribute to humanity in a way that is fun, adventurous, and thrilling for you? And ground yourself in that. Because otherwise what happens is you get to the end of the life, you'll have some great memories. And that's definitely something we want to have in the masterpiece mural of our lives. But we also want to know that we've made a difference. We want that significance. And so the bison is really asking you to ground yourself in knowing where you're going. And then know where you're going and work out the best, most scenic, most adventurous, most thrilling, most fun, most joyous way to actually have that journey. So ask bison to guide you and navigate you. You know, we've had two migratory animals and migratory animals are very good for helping us along our path of where do I go? I listen within. For you, Aries, I would recommend working with smoky quartz right now. Smoky quartz, of course, is that grounding ability, but it brings in that kind of Mother Earth and that guidance and that support energy that bison also brings in as well pair that with a bit of myrrh essential oil myrrh is so nurturing so nourishing and really encourages us to look after ourselves and care for ourselves and to look for the deeper meaning in life as well myrrh has a very feminine kind of energy and encourages us to follow our intuition and our magical abilities so from the heavy animals of the elephant and the bison we move on to taurus and for you taurus You've got the eagle. You're going to be flying high, soaring up. Now, it's interesting. A lot of ancient cultures saw eagles as being a representation of God or the creator. Because the eagle flies so high, it's probably the closest animal to the heavens. So for you, Taurus, often, you know, one thing that's great about Taurians is they're reliable and they're steady. And if you need to know who the best lawyer is, the best place to get a loan is, the best place to eat is, ask a Taurus. And they'll always be able to guide you on that way. And I remember my first boyfriend was a Taurus and we kind of got into this routine and we did the same thing every week. And I actually quite enjoyed it. It was really good for a Gemini to have that structure and that groundedness to come back to in the chaos of each day. But what happens is there's also that you want to get that balance. You want to use that as your strength, but not let it become to your detriment or be a weakness. And so the fact that eagles come up, I'm saying, hey, Taurus, maybe you need to stretch yourself break out of your routine or or make sure that you're not sitting comfortable in your comfort zone really really lean into how can i take off how can i take flight you may also Taurus when we talk about eagles what often comes through is are we scratching with the chickens or flying with the eagles and Taurus for you to be a light bringer maybe because you do like to be on that more sensible um kind of path you tend to attract more sensible people now sensible people can also sometimes be a little bit um, not too brave and bold and fiery and willing to do something a little bit exciting. So I'm really encouraging you, if you don't feel that you're fulfilling your light purpose, if you're not you know, really gifting all you can back to humanity, maybe there's some eagles you should fly with. I'm not saying you have to ditch all your friends and get new ones, but who are those people who you see are really kind of soaring? This can be a really great thing to kind of, you know, hang out with some of them and bring their influence and just have a chat with them and get, get their opinion on different things. could be really quite beneficial as well. Um, the message on the card that just caught my eye, so I think I'll share it, is that spirit has your back or the creator has your back as well. So know that whatever risk you take, if you step outside of your comfort zone, you're going to be supported by the universe and by creator. When it comes to a crystal, seraphonite. Seraphonite is this beautiful green crystal with these white wings and it. it looks like angel wings. And it's often, you know, seraphin is an order of the angels in the angelic realms. So it's linked to the angelic realms flying free. It's also a very healing crystal and it helps us to heal on all levels so that we can experience freedom in our lives. Pair that with a bit of lemon essential oil, which is very detoxifying on a physical level and deeper level. Plus, what happens then is you have those, those burdens and those shackles taken away with these two. And then lemon helps your brilliance to shine, working really well with the solar plexus chakra so that you can shine your light into the world. So really lean into those two, um, Taurus, while you're working with that eagle energy for the next few days with the um, as we lead up to the new moon next weekend. My fellow Geminis, what have we got as our guidance? Horse horses all represent freedom yes we have domesticated horses but if you've had any experience around horses you'll know that we have done a really good job humanity at taming cats and dogs do you mean they are fully dependent on us and they can you know make cat, cats have a bit of independence but a horse you can almost never really tame they will allow you to ride them They will allow you to keep them in enclosures or stables or that type of thing but they've always got that wild spirit And sometimes for us, Geminis, we may be in a job or a relationship or something where at this point in time, we're kind of feeling a bit caught. But always keep that wild spirit. This is kind of the horse is a representation of the fool in the tarot or just of a free spirit. That person who wants to do what they need to do. Now, when we go, how do I bring more light to the world? What is my mission? And do I need to open ten orphanages? Or do I need to do this or that? You know, you have all these kind of dreams and goals and all these different type of things. If you're not clear on exactly what, you know, you don't have in concrete terms, I must achieve this, being who you truly are and being free to be who you truly are is a gift to the world because you, as your light shines, you encourage others to shine their light as well. And your joy may just inspire someone else to write the most amazing music just because of your joyousness and being around you. Or your conversation with someone may inspire them to actually go and open 10 orphanages or something like that as well. So really lean into that freedom of that horse and that wild spirit within, and think about how can I just be who I truly am and run a little bit wild at this time. With horse, I would really go with something like clear quartz. Bring that joyous, bring that energy, bring that power. We measure power in what? Horsepower. So realize that there is power in being who you freely and truly are. So if there's anything inhibiting you at the moment, don't let it dampen your spirit, even if it's putting restrictions on what you can and you can't do. Keep that live, horse, wild, free spirit within you. Pair with that ginger. Ginger is very empowering and we inhale ginger as an essential oil. First of all, it helps with nausea. So if you're like feeling disempowered, then, you know, we get nauseous. We get butterflies in the stomach and, and ginger can help with that. But then what happens is ginger can also be breathed in magically to help raise our energy so that we can then go out and use that magical energy in wishcraft or creative visualization or meditation or spell work or whatever you want to do as well. So my fellow Geminis, a bit of ginger and a bit of clear quartz. Get that ginger in you, on you or around you and have that clear quartz around you during the day. Remember, if you've heard my past episodes, I'm not a fan of clear quartz being in the bedroom at night. It can amplify the energies around and keep you up for a little bit too long. So you may be okay with it, but just be aware of that. Just wanted to point that out for you. Next, we have our beautiful Cancerians and the animal that came up for you, Cancerians, well... You've got the wombat, the beautiful wombat, an Australian animal, renowned for its, you know, its coziness, it's kind of, very, kind of you know, very heavy, it's a big animal, it's a burrowing animal. And one of the most fascinating facts, it has a really strong rump. And what will happen is if it's going to get attacked by a dingo, which is one of the very few carnivores that exist in Australia, it'll kind of bury itself into its burrow or just dig a bit of a hole. And the um, dingoes just can't seem to grab them. They, they can't get their jaw around their rump, and so they're kind of protected in that way. So that's got nothing to do with the message, but I just wanted to share that with you. So what do we look at when we look at wombats? We look at that, that connection to earth, being a burrowing animal, sleeping in the earth, grounding ourselves. So for you right now, it is about how you can kind of um, connect in with the earth a little bit more. And it's really interesting. When I look at the message that Colleen's got on the card, the simple message is be at home and I just want to remind you that cancerians we talked about this on the last new moon cancer is obviously the sign of home private life home life in this type of way and that's why we're looking at the full moon in cancer so this is a really great time to think of okay well light for you the message is the light work starts at home what you know we can't go out and save the world if our children aren't happy if they're feeling neglected if we if we're having issues with our relationship either we're staying in the wrong relationship or we're not giving the devotion and the time to the relationship we need to be in so wombat's a really great one for helping us to find that there is actual spiritual in the practical world and with with wombat i love to work with the crystal mukite now mukite is this beautiful stone that's found in western australia the only place in the world and it's these beautiful colours on it of like red and ochre yellow. And very earthy colours of Australia. But then also throughout the waves of colour you'll see whites and pinks and purples. So very spiritual colours. And Mukite and Wombat both remind us that there is power in our own land. And power in being connected to the earth. So t- sometimes we think that we need to run off to the, the 18th dimension. And be connected to the angels and all these different types of things. Sometimes we feel like we have to go and save the entire world. But for you, Cancerians, your message right now is to focus on the home. Focus on the earth. Focus on Australia or your home country, wherever that may be. And from small things, big things grow. And wombat would be a really great one for you to lean into. Lean into buddha wood as your essential oil. Buddha wood is an amazing one for really helping to ground you into um, the again the the cycles of what's happening within our body and around us and to be in tune to our environment yes we want to achieve big things but we must start with the small we must dig in and also remember that wombat is a truth seeker so to find the truth to find what the truth is of what you can give to the world or is this a situation that you feel you need to explore a little bit more wombat helps you to burrow to dig to find what do i need to find so For you Cancerians, maybe the message right now is the answers you seek are right within your home, not out there in the world. And you can lean into Wombat to kind of help and guide you with that. Moving on to Leo. Now, Leo, yours kind of stinks, but it can be in a nice way because you've got the skunk. The skunk is you know renowned for its ability to spray people and to you know they're covered in this aroma that they can't get rid of but they actually use aroma as well to attract mates so this key message of skunk is discernment be clear on what you want to attract into your life and what you don't want to attract into your life really interesting when you um when you look at this Leo, you have such a big heart, and when it comes to being a light worker, you probably want to give to everyone and and help everyone. And sometimes that's not possible. Maybe it's not possible because we don't have the energy, time, or resources. Maybe it's because not everyone wants to get the gifts that we want to share with them. So maybe being a bit more discerning and and choosing now this could be how you choose your t- to spend your time, your energy, or what it could be how you choose. To the people that you spend time with or give your attention to as well, and skunk could be a really great one to meditate with and go, what are you trying to, you know, what are you trying to bring here, or what are you trying to guide me on here? The message from Colleen is know your worth, and Leo's, you know, often you feel that you need that um, that embellishment or that that compliment or that praise or that recognition to feel good about yourself, and that is important to a Leo. Giving them the compliments and helping to boost them can be really good. Skunk reminds you that just because some people are not attracted to what you do and the light that you bring to the world, it doesn't mean that you have no worth. It just means that you're hanging out in the wrong crowd and you need to find, you know, you need to maybe readjust your vibe a little bit and then your tribe will be attracted to you. Find your tribe. And to help you get this more clarity, this more discernment, really lean into fluorite. Fluorite's one of our cubic crystals, so it really helps us to get our life in order And if you put a bit of rosemary in with that as well, rosemary is really good for kind of opening up and clearing um, anything that's in our way and helping us remember why we are here and our key message. And I feel they work really nicely with the skunk. So Leo's know your worth, be discerning on what, who, where, how you give your energy and how you bring your light to the world. Virgos, you got the antelope. Now the antelope is renowned for its speed and its agility. So, again, it's interesting that the earth signs are getting all these kind of, we got the Taurians had their, um, you know, their eagle, and you've got the antelope, Virgos. I wonder what the Capricorns will get. Stay tuned to find out. Um, so, you know, antelopes are very much about speed up things. You know, take a little, Again, being an earth sign, Virgos are renowned for wanting to have everything under control, everything in the structure, everything in a plan and that type of thing. What I love about um, Antelope, it's like, okay, well, let's not get caught up in the details. Yes, we want to have plans. Yes, we want to be organized. Yes, we want to know where we're heading, but don't spend your whole life planning for a life that's passing you by. And so for you right now, it may be like, okay, sometimes let's just try it and see what happens and learn, learn on the field rather than on the bench, learn on the pitch rather than in the dugout learn as you're out there playing the game rather than sitting in the change rooms trying to work work out tactics because there's always ifs whens and wants but life is a series of unprecedented unpredictable events so you never really truly know what's going to happen until you get out there and do that so really bring in that antelope um kind of energy that kind of spring that light energy of like no let's I'm just going to jump into it I'm just going to give it a go let's let's see how it goes You know, a really great crystal I feel for you would be something like yellow appetite. Yellow appetite has that real kind of, there's even rainbows in many golden appetites. They bring that joyous energy and they kind of help us with, funny in the name I know, but an appetite for life, that kind of joyousness for life. The other great thing about um, golden or yellow appetite is it works really beautifully with um, yellow mandarin and yellow mandarin again brings that joyous kind of energy it's a full moon oil but it's very much of like let's just make sure we're having fun and not getting too caught up in the seriousness of it so both yellow mandarin and golden appetite or yellow appetite same crystal it's a yellow kind of appetite but people just give it different names that would be really really great for you librans now you probably got the pick of the cards for everyone this month you got the white raven so this is really interesting because there, are you know, not the black raven that we're, we're typically used to. There is a story and a prophecy that is shared by the Lakota and other Plains Indian tribes in North America uh, that was passed on from white buffalo calf woman. And if you'd like to know more about her, jump on Google and you'll find out all about her background and that. And she said that one day there would be a time when humanity would be at a crossroads. And this crossroads would be marked by the birth of a white buffalo or white bison. And this would be a time when, you know, this actually happened in the 1990s, um a first white buffalo was born and it was named Snowflake, and it was said to be a time when we are at a crossroads where we've come totally out of harmony with Mother Earth, where we would either have to come back into harmony and all band together as a humanity to save her or we would perish. And the white buffalo was kind of the symbol of like, this is a time you really need to pull your act together and that type of thing. And since then, not only has there been more white bisons born, but there's been this emergence of other white animals around the world. And, you know, I'm sure you've probably seen the white tigers. You may have seen, I've seen, I've actually seen a white alligator before, um, white giraffes, white penguins, um, white cockatoos, white kangaroos. Now, these aren't albinos. They just... Can have a um, it's called lucerism where they don't they've still got the full pigmented eyes but their their coat whether it be fur or feathers or so on has no pigment so they're white. Now these are said to be spiritual messages and they bring in the spiritual message of that animal and if you think about it, for a white animal to incarnate as white on this planet, it doesn't have its normal colouring which pretty much for most animals, serves as their camouflage. Enables them to either stay safe or to hunt and to capture animals. So if you're going to be white, wherever you may be in the world, unless you're up in the, you know, the polar regions, you're going, to, you're going to struggle. So these white animals take the risk to stand out, to share a message. What do you think the message is to us? To stand out, to share a message, to do what we need to do. And interesting that white is that colour that we often see as being the epitome of spiritual colour. So what happens when we get a white animal message, like the white raven, what we're looking at here is what is the spiritual message of that? So ravens are often about, you know, they are known for taking away, they absorb negativity. And ravens will often surround Areas where there's lots of dense negative energy to help emotionally transport that away. They also bring messages from the other side and they used as message birds, not only between, you know, if you watch Game of Thrones or any of those types of shows, not only that way, but they are said that they are calling and bringing messages from the gods as well. So what would a white raven be? Well, it's about bringing in and, and drawing in the good. Don't focus. So for you, Librans don't focus on the negative so much then, and that which has to go because where attention goes, energy flows. I'll so say that again. Where attention goes, energy flows. Librans start paying attention to the light, to the good and don't think about, oh, to be a light worker, I need to get rid of this and stop doing that. Go, I need to just focus on doing this. And if you're doing this, then you're not doing the bad things. You're not doing the negative things. You're not giving the darkness that attention and you can flow in that way. I'd also see this as being, you know, that white raven is also a winged bird and a bird of messages. Look for messages from the creator, synchronicities and those types of things. And sometimes just having a little bit of faith of why did that uncanny thing happen? Maybe it happened for a reason. And so I'd really encourage you to lean into, um, you know, trusting the magic. A little bit and that's actually the message that colette has and i glanced at the card as i was talking trust the magic in the world that there is something special happening and that at this point in time your spiritual team your angels your totems everything is actually trying to guide you are you listening are you open to hearing the messages that are being shared with you when it comes to crystals i'd really lean in to your rainbow moonstone connecting with that lunar energy now this is very unusual for me to recommend a white crystal in the new moon but i think with that white raven and we're looking at that kind of the white black polarity pair it with a black moonstone carry them together and bring those two into harmony bring in jasmine essential oil again it's a full moon crystal but i think it's a really great one for you to lean into at this time to open up to the magic that's around you what i love about jasmine is it's so euphoric that it just reminds us wow the world's beautiful and magical and isn't this an adventure? So really lean into that. And I'd really recommend you, Libra, find some time to meditate, visualise yourself somewhere in nature and a white raven lands on a branch or on the ground in front of you. If that white raven could speak to you, what would it say? Scorpio, you got a bird as well. you got the nightingale. And the message of the nightingale from Colette is love is all around. So Scorpios, you love the depths of emotion. You can get into that. but And what I love about... All the zodiac signs is Scorpio is the one that hides in the cave because that's where the treasure is. But we also want to be aware that we don't want to just hang out in the cave and not get any light. And sometimes facing our fears and doing you know doing all that deep work, just like the whale, the whale can go deep, deep, deep into the ocean, but it must come up for air. And the message that really came through for you right now and we've been working with the light, is Scorpios, how can you bring more light to the world even though you're great at bringing that depth? And I would really, you know, although we're talking about the nightingale, I'd really use the whale as a second animal to tune into. And even listening to some whale song music could be really great. Because whales are said to sing the songs of Mother Earth because they go deep into Mother Earth, into her womb, into the depths of her ocean. And then they actually bring that song up to the surface. And they come up for air. And so, Nightingale's message about bringing love in is how can you bring a bit more lightness, bring a bit more joy? You know, the crystal I've chosen for you, Scorpio, is rose quartz, which is so not a Scorpio stone. You know, if you do need to kind of tone it down a bit, if rose quartz is not quite your thing, then at least go a rhodonite or a rhodochrosite. But just start to acknowledge that love around and be open to that. Scorpios. What I love about Scorpios is how reliable and how trustworthy. Like they are so loyal. There is no loyaler sign than a devoted Scorpio. But you test that loyalty, or you jeopardize that loyalty, and the jealousy can come in, and also the um, the, the nastiness can come in. And so, just make sure that there is a bit of we're looking at how we can make this world a better place. And Scorpios, I think for you, I'd really focus on the fact that yes, you have this knowledge, yes, you'll face fears, but make sure you're not you're not hanging out in the dark too much. Come up, bring the light, bring a bit of joy, lighten up, have some fun, all those different things. Your essential oil with that, I'd really go with geranium. Geranium is known to help open up the heart and help us trust and to make sure that you know whatever trust ...has been betrayed in the past... ...you may not need to trust that person again... ...but don't let one person's mistakes... ...ruin it for everyone else. Sagittarius. You got the ant. And the saying that comes straight to my mind... ...as soon as the ant card came up for you... ...was from small things, big things grow. You may have some massive things that you want to do. You are very good Sagittarians typically... ...at getting a party started... ...or collaborating and getting people together... ...but... At this point in time, think big, act local or act small. Start to get those small things happening and ants really teach us to do that. You know, we know that ants can carry things way above their, their body weight and to do miraculous things. We've seen, you've probably seen nature documentaries where ants build these massive um, ant hills or they carry large amounts of food or travel all these long distances. All those things are possible, Sagittarius, but it starts with a single step. So just because everything may, be, may not be coming to fruition or the, the end result may not be clear right now, Sagittarians don't allow that to, um, to stifle you or, or stop you from actually beginning the journey. Also look to bring you know, one ant by itself is pretty inconsequential and can't achieve much, but many ants together can do great things. So I'd really like you Sagittarians to look at, okay, where can I collaborate? Where can I work with other people? And I was actually just thinking, I had a meeting with a Sagittarius this morning, and what we're doing is we're coordinating of how do we bring in and how do we get everyone who's doing what you want to do to do it together? So we're all walking together, all got our own goals, but we can at least share ideas along the way and support each other. So this can be a really powerful way of kind of getting things happening. So for you Sagittarian, the crystals, or the crystal that I'm choosing for you is super quartz. Now, super quartz is a term that I use that comes under all these crystals where there is a bit of amethyst growing with a bit of smoky quartz, with a bit of clear quartz. And then you get other crystals growing within it. Things like geothite, lapidocrocite, um, um rutile, all these different things. You know, the most famous one is super seven, which is those seven crystals I just mentioned, all growing in Brazil. There's another one called auralite, sometimes called auralite 23, which is said to have up to 23 different crystals growing in it. So these are the ones, they bring in crystals of all different energies. So what happens is just like a community of all different people, it's a lot more powerful when you combine them all together. The same with the crystal as well. So this is very much ant kind of energy in that way. Now, what oil would work really well with this? I would actually look at making your own blend. I'm not going to give you an oil. I would think about, look at all your oil collection, go which attributes of which oils do I want to bring and combine them together and that could be a really powerful way of you making something to anchor into around this new moon and each time you need to come back to that lesson just recreate that blender if you keep it in a rollerball just get that rollerball and roll it on again and that would be my guidance for you right now Sage. and then finally we've got the Capricorns and we're talking about the earth signs and wondering what they'd get well guess what you've got another kind of earthly animal Capricorns but a bit more gentle than the other ones. In fact, gentleness is the key word that always comes to mind when I think of this animal. Capricorns, you got the... I just wanted to make you wait for a second. <laughs> you got the deer. So the deer is renowned as being a beautiful animal, but so quiet and so gentle. And even the big stag deers with their massive horns will still be quite gentle as they tread upon this earth. So for you, remember that, Capricorns, you you are driven to succeed And sometimes success doesn't have to be what gets you the award, the accolade, or the attention. It can just be something that touches someone's heart. I'm sure people have done things in your life that have touched your heart. We've all had those experiences, which are probably deserving of an award. But at the same time, probably many other people have done the same thing and it would be hard for them to stand apart. But remember that that doesn't take away the specialness of what that person did for you. And so for you, Capricorn, I just want you to think about how you can gently make a difference in people's lives. How you can just do small things that have a massive ripple effect. And the ripple effect really comes in for you right now, Capricorns, of how can you keep on creating bigger and bigger ripples. And remember that the end result isn't always just from the initial effort or the initial thing that you do. It does ripple out. And ripples, if you've thrown many rocks into a pond, they all congregate together. So remember that it's not just about doing one good thing. It's about this ongoing, gentle little things. So also when deer comes up, I always like to encourage people to be gentle on Mother Earth, to be aware of your environmental impact, to be gentle around other people and with other people, dealing with other people. That deer teaches us often a nudge is more powerful than a shove. And most importantly, I also remind people to be gentle with yourself. Because just like deer gently treads upon the earth and gently moves around, make sure you're gentle as you move around this earth, both within you and around you. Hold that energy of gentleness. To help you do that, grab a blue lace agate. Now this is a beautiful soft blue stone and it always reminds me of you are flying over a frozen lake. You can kind of see the layer upon layer upon layer, very kind of chilling and just chilling out, very soft energy. If you combine that with Roman chamomile, Roman chamomile, again, we know that we drink chamomile tea to help us sleep. We diffuse chamomile oil and put it on our feet to help us get a good night's sleep. We pop it in our skincare to soothe our skin and help us get a good night's sleep at night. It's all about that calmness. But remember also that within the chamomile, there's that yellow center, that yellow center of abundance and wisdom. And chamomile oil, Roman chamomile oil, is actually blue, whereas German chamomile is blue. Sorry, Roman chamomile is yellow, German Camel is blue. So yellow is a sign of abundance. And Roman Camel is often used to bring abundance into our lives. But it's a really great one to gently welcome abundance into your life, to gently pursue things. And when we are gentle, sometimes we can get a lot further. So that's a bit of guidance on what i consider you to, or encourage you to consider over this new moon, Capricorn. So remember on the new moons, this is like New Year's Eve. and We've just gone through New Year's Eve. It's a time to think about the past, and make plans for the future. It's not about doing magical work. The magical work is the full moon. So again, ask yourself, am I bringing light to this world? Is there any magic that I could bring? Am I showing my gifts? What else could I do? All those type of things would be the really the ideal things for you to kind of dive into and consider um for this new moon. So enjoy it. Get outside. Have a cup of tea. Relax. Contemplate this animal, allow this animal, maybe pop it as a you know, picture on your phone or something like that, and just allow that animal's presence to meander around you. And when you get a chance, just relax and say, if I could speak to a deer right now, if I could speak to a hummingbird or a skunk or a wombat or a horse or so on, what would they say to me? And just see what comes up. I'm sure one of the things that the animals would say to you is take care of yourself, take care of others, and take care of Mother Earth. Until next week. Thank you so much for joining me on the blessed journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram, as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.